Yo, I got a confession. What's up? What's up? I ain't got nothing. <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> what else is I ain't got nothing. new? There's I'm nothing new about that. I'm with it's you, little, bro. A little, bi- a little busy. It was a little hectic. <laughs> I didn't really have. I didn't really have the time. I mean, this could be our first 15 minute episode, bro. We just read through these names. <laughs> It's you a thank you and good night. You think this is a clip? <laughs> nah, nah, that's the episode. <laughs> Make this episode a promo clip, a, a one minute IG promo Just clip. Reading these names, that's it. And somebody will probably see something and be like, "Yo, I never saw that before." <laughs> <laughs> what up? Be sitting at home and just get blown away. What up? What up? Welcome to the Knowing Part Podcast. Um, it's our pleasure. Whoever is joining us, listening, thank you for tolerating <laughs> us and <laughs> donating an hour and a half of your life as we go through the word. Uh, to my left, we got Mike P. Yo, man, you yo, you introduced me first, dog. I kind of feel special a little bit because I always get introduced last. But you know, uh, was, the, the first was, shall be last, the last shall be first. So I don't complain. Uh, he, was, <laughs> he was on probation the last few. Don't episodes. even introduce me, man. I'm just man humble like that. So. <laughs> just introduce everybody else. Leave me alone, man. To my far right, the Lord. He's not uh, he's not wearing a teddy bear today, so I borrowed I borrowed Ralph's teddy bear. Nah, nah, that's <laughs> your husband. <laughs> Ralph Lauren. I, I, Ralph Lauren. Lauren. Ralph Lauren. I borrowed his teddy bear, but he got the camo on today. Camo Ralph. Yes, son. Ready for war. And we got short sleeve filthy. Bear, bearing arms. Everybody else cold. I'm hot. Bearing <laughs> arms. Yeah, cause it's a little, a little chill, chilly. A little chill. A little something. It's a little something, baby. And and you know, I just push the knobs. Yo, but nah, not for nothing. That's Mark is the I'm quiet the knob, storm. I'm the knob pusher. Yo, what are we gonna uh, do when volume it, controller? What are we gonna do in the summertime? Remember last season? It got kind of hot, and <laughs> some of us was in here with wife beaters. Yeah, I say we travel. Let's travel. Where are we gonna go? I don't know. Every place is everything is closed, dog. Chill, we open up a place. Nah, the Holy Spirit <laughs> opens the doors, baby. Everywhere is closed, man. We'll open up a place and travel and go dip, different places. We, we'll shoot outside. Let's shoot outside. Okay. Oh, just do do something different, man. It might be kind of loud though. Mm, we Call get lapel mics. By. We'll get lapel mics. Whatever. What else you got? What else? What else stumbling blocks you want to throw? <laughs> Man, I don't think the I don't think the, the fans want to see us in white You're beaters. So optimistic. How, how else you want to push back against the yo, Holy Spirit? Right, yo. You're so optimistic, yo. How low you want to kick against the goat? Yeah. How many goads you want to kick? How many <laughs> toes you got left to kick against the goads? Be everything that got tossed in the air, shoot down, shoot, shoot down, pow, shoot down, pow, 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 pow. <laughs> He's like, you done? Tell me if you finish or you done. Yeah, I don't know why y'all laugh so much. Yo, man. Oh, oh man. man. I thought we addressed that first season, man. I still don't know why, though. Yo. You addressed it. You see, I when he laughs, why. it's all good. It's laugh, good when laugh, he laughs. Laugh, 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 laugh. But when we laugh, laugh. Yeah, yeah, but when we laugh, it's why y'all laugh so much. <laughs> Because we're laughing at your expense, and it's, oh, it's all good. Whatever I gotta do for the Lord, baby. <laughs> he th- he throws the Lord in there. Persecution, suffering wrongfully. He throw the Lord in there. Throw the Lord in the suit. Lord, Lord, Lord sees my my plight, man. <laughs> right. These cats suffer wrongfully. So what's mm. up, y'all? Yo, 
Any anybody got uh, anything to share that the Lord put on their hearts? Mm. Mm. You know, one of the things I wanted to mention, which I didn't mention before, is like when you guys was talking about with um, after Noah got off the boat and the seasons and all that. Yeah, you know the winters and. One of the things I want to say is that, you know, we take for granted sunrise, the sunset, you know, the changes of the moon, the changes of the seasons, the changes of the years. All right. We take that totally for granted. But that was God keeping his promise because God remains on the throne. And that alone, as we see these things, that is preaching a sermon each and every single day to each and every single person. Mm. Every time they wake up, that sunrise, every time before they go to bed, that sunset. Every time the seasons change from fall, winter, summer, spring, you know, it's like every time you see a full moon, half moon, quarter moon, this is preaching to them. Yeah. Preaching a loud sermon every single day Mm-mm-mm. of their lives. Yep. They yeah. can't hide from it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so like, that was one of the things I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, Romans 1, man, that's his beef with mankind. Yes, sir. That he's the creator and he says it off the rip. It's like, yo, man, you want to worship, worship the creature more than the creator. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all forgot that I'm the creator. And that's his beef with mankind. Mankind want to kind of not give God his props for being a creator. Mm. And God is involved. Mm. You know, just from Genesis, God is heavily involved and heavily invested in his creation. In and, his little family. And mm. with mankind, right? People think that God is absent or God is not hearing prayers or God is not active. Like, no, God is very active. Even even now, right? Even in America, right? you can't gauge it by what you see or what you're hearing mm-hmm. on the news. But God is very active throughout the world in the Middle East. God is very active. And um, the same way he was active back then is the same way he's active now, even more so, right? As we read in John, Jesus was like, yo, you guys got to do way more things than than what I did, mm. right? Because of the church. The church is growing. We might not understand it, you know, a lot like, you know, the, the characters that we're reading about not understanding why God did the things that he did and how he um, implemented things, certain mandates, certain legislations. But in order, you know, a lot of times for me to keep it focused, I got to go back. Be like, yo, I made a promise that I'm going to get you out of this mess. And I'm reading about how this promise is going to come about. Right? And every roadblock that came up, God, his grace and his mercy came through the faith of one man through Noah. He was like, yo, this is going to continue. It's not going to totally stop, right? Man is going to continue. And after Noah, you know, we we spoke about this. After he got out, he was like, all right, this is how things is going to have to be now on. Right Now I got to legislate, put certain things. Let's deal with government. You know, but, you know, God is, he's not absent. He's not absent at all. And just trying to see him, right? I think we have to try to see him every single day when we wake up. Mm -hmm. 
see God in our lives, see God working in our lives, and see God working in our environment, right? And you could be part of it. You know, I, I see that. You could be part of it by your prayer life, by you loving your neighbor. This is how you allow us to participate. So um, that's just encouragement. And, and that's been and that's his um that's his desire like we said it's for i know Ann said it a couple of times that um for god to have a family yeah that's how he really sees us and sees mankind and you're seeing you know children mess up and a father trying to f- correct right you know so it's like you know you're if you're a parent and you have children when they mess up what you do you're you know like when they need discipline you discipline them but overall you want the best for them and you'll try to correct their mistakes with love and you know mm-hmm. but that's the relationship between us and god you know and a lot of people they they read you know they say the old testament god is you know fire and brimstone and mm-hmm. we're seeing from from the very uh, inception you know it's it's god has always been like no i'm the i'm your father you're my kids you did this all right you know, judgment, you know, punishment, but also correction. And let me try to fix it. Let's mm-hmm. try to mend this relationship. Okay, let me do this. And it's you're seeing a, a, a father and his children. That's what you're seeing throughout everything, you know. And that yeah. was and that was the picture. Oh, go ahead. You're going to say something? No, nah, no, nah, go ahead, bro. No, I was just going to say, and that was like the picture of the Garden of Eden. The Garden of Eden, this is where the divine family met with the human family. Right. You know, this is the communication. And this is how the entire world was supposed to remain with this this constant communication with no interruption, no gaps, no lapses between the divine family, between God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit with the human family. Mm -hmm. You know, you're supposed to have that an unbroken relationship the same way it's unbroken within the Trinity. Mm -hmm. You know, Uh, that's what he always desired. And I just remember, like, I mean, just before I was saved, I didn't notice it, but it's you know, how God was always there, you know, right. always protecting me. Like, you know, he always had Christian folks in, you know, in my circle that kept me from going too far. And I never understood it. You know, I never understood, yo, I, I'm at the clubs or whatever. And, you know, I'll have one do like, nah, I don't think you should, you know, that's a little too far. Chill. And it hold me back, you know, and that was the Lord dealing with me. And it's not until I got saved and I realized that was you. That was always protecting me from going too far. So his whole thing, like you're saying, we have to always see God in everything that's going on in our lives because he is communicating with us each and every single day. Yes, yeah, always the, staying still enough to listen. The one thing, too, that, you know, going back to just God being there, wanting a family and just showing us that that love. I, I just the verse that some people miss and overlook um, John three seventeen. Where it says, God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, mm-hmm. but that the world through him might be saved. Mm-hmm. That's his desire, is Amen. to save the world, mm-hmm. not to judge it, not right. to destroy you and send you to hell. Right. He loves you enough. He wants to save you. Mm-hmm. And you, the human race is just wicked. And um, and they th- that verse right there, everybody quotes to John 3.16, which is beautiful, but the next verse he don't want to condemn the world. I mean, the world was already condemned. He came yeah. in to save it. Amen. He wants to save you guys, man. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Um, mm-hmm. The default position was condemnation. Yeah, right. already. Oh, you're already enemies. You're already condemned. So, But the world, you know, it, it had to restart after the flood. 
and that was through Noah and he his three sons and their wives. Um, so you know we read about um one of his sons last week's episode. Um, the craziness that was happening with with Noah. We we also spoke about Noah not finishing how we were introduced him. Right, we were introduced him as a righteous man, and um, his 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 faith. We saw his his faith through his obedience and through his works and through his patience. But you know, the Lord being transparent also revealed that just like every other man, you know, he he was flawed, right? And we read about an incident that happened um, where he got drunk and. Um, his son uh, seeing him exposed, right, and his son doing something, right, whether it was talking bad, you know, we, we, we speculated a whole bunch, but whatever happened, um, you know, the prophecy concerning his son was um, pretty bad, right, pretty bad for that family, pretty bad for that lineage. Uh, and we also read about the blessings uh, to his son, Shem, and Japheth. Just a little bit on that. I was just thinking about um, what you were talking about with Ham and his whole sin and all that. Just wanted to look at, you know, how we look at that with failures of, like, brother or sister in Christ. And that we should we should not have that heart and look to restore them like the scriptures say restore them mm-hmm. you know in a gentle manner and never look to like bring that judgment or condemnation or to blow it out of proportion or to you know plastic it you know on front page but like you know you store someone you know quietly in secrecy mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i think that was just went to just kind of plug that because you know a lot of times you know we get into certain situations with one another and you know and sometimes they'll come out at a prayer meeting oh i've you know in the middle of a prayer meeting, he said, I've been having issues with this, brother. And, you know, Lord, open his eyes or or what have you. Right. But, you know, like God said, before you come to the altar, you know, deal with your brother mm-hmm. first. You know, correct that. And that's one thing that I think we should always remain, you know, um, cognizant of. Son, that's not as spicy. People like gossip. <laughs> well, that, people like smoke. Yo, people like to gossip. Yeah. And right. and people do that because it makes them look better, right? Yeah. You know, so now you you like you said you blast that person's sin out there, and it's to make you feel like okay, well I'm not as bad as that person. Look what right. they're doing, you know. But not seeing that it's not according to man's standards; it's according to God's standards. And before God, everybody has missed the mark. Right. Everybody's unholy, you know. Everybody's unworthy. But you know, people will. You know, like you said, they will put someone else's sin on the front street and to make themselves feel better. Right. And it's it, it's it that stems from pride. Right. You know. Yeah. So let's get into um chapter ten, man. And uh, let's get into it. 
What do you want me to read, man? I'm excited to stumble <laughs> through these names. <laughs> Just don't chop I'm it so, up too I'm bad, so man. glad. I'm not a reader, right? I'm, I'm so a, glad Angie's the reader. <laughs> I'm going to read like the sons of Jaffa was so-and-so, so-and-so, this other dude, this other cat. His brother. <laughs> and his brother. Listen, man, this, this, is, <laughs> this is the parts of the Bible that people don't want to deal with. Yeah. Straight up. People don't want to read because it gets redundant you know it gets long it gets boring but listen i i might not understand it but there's power in there amen someplace and you know what i always realize too when god puts like these things it's there's a there's an understanding behind it you just too slow you ain't get it yet we we don't get it yeah but when you catch up to it you like yo yeah it's in here for a reason (laughs) right so so i mean and that's that's where we stand. We believe that there's power in the Word of God. We we started in Genesis, witnessing. We're here because of the Word, because of that power. And you know, we're not gonna just read the comfortable parts that are easy and talk about that for you know an hour and a half. We're right. gonna there's gonna be names. There's going to be repetition, but we just believe in the full counsel and the full word of God. So, the you know, word of God does not come back void, right? Mm-hmm. So, there's like something I said, in here. There's something in here. It's going to do something. Your people be thinking God just talked to talk. Yeah. <laughs> like, it'll be God has nothing better to if do. If God didn't want you to read it, yo, he wouldn't have put it straight in straight up, right? Amen. Amen. So, if it's here, that means I'm supposed to read it. Yep. Yo. So we gonna read it. Yeah. It's like, and y'all gonna listen to it. <laughs> y'all gonna deal with it. Or you could fast forward. Or you could pause it and skip. I don't know. Nah, it's just like when we <laughs> dealing with Noah, where he was like, "Yo, Noah said come." Where he told Noah, "Come in and go out." You be God don't. He don't have time he to don't just mince be words. Ba- he don't babble. He don't babble. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I should say that. <laughs> God doesn't babble. Man, that would have been, been a good segue. Yeah, that's why God, I said God, it. Right, right. It's coming. <laughs> but up. yeah, let's let's go into it, Ange. From where to where, bro? From the easy part to the hard part, you can stop at whatever name you want to stop at. When it gets, I say from one to nine. Yeah, because it's sections, right? We we dealing with each brother, so I'm gonna go to one through nine. Yeah, go to one to nine. Jesus be with me. Now this is the genealogy of the sons of Noah: Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And sons were born to them after the flood. The sons of Japheth were Gomer, Magog, Madai, Javan, Tubal, Meshech, and Tyrus. The sons of Gomer were Ashkenaz, Ripbath, and Togomar. The sons of Javan were Elisha, Tarshish, Kittim, and Dedanim. From these, the coastland peoples of the Gentiles were separated into their lands. Everyone according to his language, according to their families, into their nations. The sons of Ham were Cush, Mizraim, Put, and Canaan. The sons of Cush were Seba, Havilah, Sabta, Ramah, and Sabtika. And the sons of Ramah were Sheba and Dedan. Cush begot Nimrod. He began to be a mighty one on the earth. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord, 
Therefore it is said, like Nimrod, the mighty hunter before the Lord. Whew. Wow. Great reading, man. You pronounced Yo, them all My brain very is well. shot right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but this is very, this is um, important because now we're seeing the genealogy and God is creating, showing you the different families. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is um, important. Like one of the first things is like, he says Shem, Ham, and Japheth. First, we know we all came from Adam, and then through Adam, then there was the flood, and then now you have Noah, and then these sons are the ones that came and repopulated the earth. So one blood. That's it. Humanity. Don't one it. blood, humanity. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just the overall picture, right? Shem was the progenitor of, like, the Semitic families, um, those of the Middle East and Asia and the ancient Near East. The, the, the Shemitic family. Um, Ham was the progenitor of the families of of Africa, right? And then um, Japheth was more so of, you know, um, the European nations and the other isles um, that's along the, you know, Caspian Sea, Black Sea, and all of that. Then mm-hmm. in each one of those are different progenitors, you know? Like, for example, like uh, like Gomer, you know, he they say he's the progenitor of the the Germans, the French, uh, um, Spanish, and those are along the British Isles. And that's why I think it's important because, I mean, everybody, I mean, before you come to faith and you realize that you're born again and you're um, this new creation, your pride comes from your nationality. Mm -hmm. You know, like, if you see any, you know, anybody, when you talk to them, you know, the, the main pride of, you know, their makeup is always where I come from. You know, my forefathers, my fathers, right. and it's always your nationality. And I think, you know, I think God put it in there, like you said, to be like, okay, these are all the nationalities, but y'all all come from three people. Right. Which came from one man, you know, to center it back. So, and I think God knew, like, it's going to be a problem going further. You know, you're going to have race wars. You're going to have you know, these wars because of nationalities. And at the end of the day, y'all all come from the same person. You know, mm-hmm. y'all all one blood. Right. It's all about humanity, you know? So I think that's why he puts it in there. Like, yeah, everybody comes from Ham, Shem, Shem and Jephet. Like, right. what are you guys beefing about? Why is right. there such, a, you know, a, a, a problem when it comes to, oh, well, he's black, he's white, he's Chinese, he's Korean. You know what I mean? It's like, what's the problem? Y'all all come from the same same place. Yeah. So you want me, like, you do you go out to say something? I'm trying to formulate a thought that'll make sense. <laughs> now, and then Ralph, continue. No, because, no, yeah, I was just going to just go through yeah, um, these, uh, this, some of these, right? Because I wrote them down, like Magog mm-hmm. represents the Scythians, right? This is north of the Caspian Sea, part of Russia. Mad-Eye, the Medes, south of the Caspian Sea. Javan, the Ionians, or the Greeks. Mm-hmm. Tubal, the Turks, south of the Black Sea. Meshach, the Slavs, between the Black and Caspian Sea. Tyrus, the Etruscans, they are located in the west of the Black Sea, right? And then we go into, like, the, the Shem, Shem, like, um, uh, sons of Elam, Persians. They also, the Assyrians, the Babylonians from off Axad. You got Lud, the Lydians. Asia Minor, Northern Africa, Syrians, Arameans, right? North and north and east of Israel. Now and and then we have Ham, right? Uh Cush, the Ethiopians, Mizraim, the Egyptians, that's northeast. 
put the Libyans, North Africa, and the Canaanites were um, part of Africa, east of the Mediterranean, and later were given over to the Hebrews. So the thing is, is that, as you see, part of not only this shows that the division of all the different ethnic groups, you know, um, all, like you said, coming from one nation, one people, one it's one human race. There's no races here. There's no different races. All of these are the same. It's one human race, but different ethnic groups, different people groups, right? right? And part of the reason um, he gave us these information of who these folks are, because later on, it does play uh, when we go into prophecies, you know, as we get into the the later books, like when he talks about Magog and right. Gog Ezekiel. and all these things. So now, yeah, we're going to Ezekiel and, and Isaiah. Things start making, okay, like, okay. Now we can put things together because he told us about who these people group were. Categories. Who, yep. Yeah, categories and how they play a role, mm. you know. Yeah. But um, the main thing is that, like, one thing is that, like, Adam, he was, chances he was, he was middle brown because that's what it actually is. Right. It's middle brown, right? And with that middle brown, if, you know, people understand, like, genetic frequencies, you know, capital A, lowercase a, as you get, you know, as you, you know, populate or whatever, um, with him being middle brown, that would create every single different shade of brown. Like you mentioned earlier, the level of melanin in your skin. Right. A whole lot of melanin or almost no melanin. So right. Adam being middle brown will create all sorts of shades of color. So yeah. it's all one color where, like you said, race does not play a factor. That is a totally created uh, nonsense to confuse people. Chill, Adam was black. <laughs> Everybody come from the black man. <laughs> that's basically what you was trying to say. So just say it, man. Nah. You know, because that's what people want to know. Yo, it all came from the black man, right? And we're seeing here, God is like, it don't matter, right? Mm. <laughs> don't matter, dog. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, the relationship is between me and mankind. Exactly. That's right. Yep. Right. But for a lot of people, their identity, their identity is. Heavy. I'm talking about yeah. the anchor is heavy on their culture. Of course. Not understanding that being born again means this culture that you had, mm -hmm. you're you're replacing it with a new culture from above. Yeah, it's right? done so. Mm -hmm. Right? So now how could I how could I uh, support or represent the culture I used to follow when there's so many things in that culture that is bad? Amen. Right. Amen. Right. And I, I have to just ignore it or look away. But there's there's good things, too. I'm not saying that, you know, you shouldn't recognize your culture. Of course right. you should. Right. The food, you know, the different traditions, certain things are good, but a lot of things are bad. Mm -hmm. All right. And Jesus Christ came to die for those bad things right. and give you a new culture, right. a new life. Um, It just bothers me when people tie that in try to tie that in try to fit um the culture of god into their culture mm -hmm. right right and i you have to conform this born again life into your blackness or into your whiteness or into your whateverness mm -hmm. yeah so yeah, it could no it's the it's supposed to be the other way around word the right. culture of you're supposed to funnel everything through the the culture of Jesus Christ, the right. culture of God, the culture from heaven, right? That's how you're supposed to funnel. That's how you're supposed to view things. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think it's a trick of the enemy, man. Mm -hmm. It's just to cause division, B. 
and this God is about unity. And it's and it's, it's, it's crazy. Like I don't want to jump ahead, but we're gonna see because I think this is an overview because mm-hmm. it's kind of getting to the separate um, families, and it talks about the s- separate ethnics, and it was because of their culture. They did right. things differently, and their language was different. But we didn't read about how that happened yet. Yeah, right. So prior to you know the Tower of Babel, everybody was kind of had this commonality in language. Mm-hmm. So you had everybody was able to communicate easier. So I don't think there was a big distinction in cultural ethnicity, right? Mm-hmm. But then we see what happens when man is unified, and that unification is built on pride right right but that's don't jump ahead (laughs) yo b he spoiled everything (laughs) that was a trailer (laughs) that was was a spoiler alert trailer for next yeah that's a trailer (laughs) but i don't think it got the it ain't i ain't even get that far but yeah because you know we we speak about uh nimrod yeah and him being a great hunter um before the lord and that's not um, that that's not talking highly of him, mm-hmm. right? It's not supposed to be meant as a compliment. Um, yeah. What do you think he meant when it says he was a mighty hunter before the Lord? Speculation time already. Yeah, man. Yo, we starting early. Yo, dog. All we got is a bunch of names, B. We'll yeah. speculate. Uh, it's gonna be fifteen minute episode. <laughs> <laughs> so Nimrod. Mm. He was he was a he was a great warrior, right? I don't think he was hunting animals. Mm. I think he was hunting souls, mm. right? And he built a, a reputation, um, and he was able to get men to follow him mm-hmm. and be the leader, right? That's that's how I see that's how I see him. Mm. How how do you see him hunting souls? Meaning he's getting guys to fall under him and follow him. Oh, you meant by that? Okay, like that he was um, converting people. Yo, I, yo, follow me, right? You know, don't follow yeah. God. Okay, because yeah. you go ahead. <clears throat> no, I just see it as he was a mighty hunter. I'm, I see it for what it says, like he was hunting animals and. And sometimes people just that that skill that they have that they're really good at whatever it is that they become arrogant, as if they don't need the Lord. Um, and yeah, I I I don't I don't think that the Lord was promoting him in a good way, but I do think that this dude was just arrogant. He was evil, you know, just like the guy Lamech we talked about. Um, that's the type of person that I see here. Mm. Well, one thing I've heard um, this uh, uh, in a commentary, they said that. The Hebrew word here, which I don't, I'm gonna throw it out there to see what you guys think. It said that um, <coughs> he began to be a mighty one on the earth. They said that began to be a mighty like the Hebrew word was like a giborim or something like that. It's like something in him changed, mm. and they correlated with in Genesis six, right. you know, where um similar to like the with son, the sons of god right with the daughters of men they said the yeah. word is very similar mm-hmm. like in the in the hebrew right and that he became so something changed in him and um this is why 
he said and this is that he was a mighty hunter before the lord that's how come he said that like before the lord when marks bring out like you know he was hunting souls because it was like something where he was like i'm challenging you god because um i don't i don't believe in you mm -hmm. or or not even that i don't believe in you but like i'm gonna fight you rebel. i'm gonna rebel against you against your creation against your image against everything that you stand for mm -hmm. but i don't know i mean have you guys heard anything about that or what do you guys think about that and and it says right that's why that's why i'm i'm, I'm saying that it's more than hunting animals yeah right this guy he he began a whole kingdom right Bab babel and he was responsible for nineveh and what what other uh, Assyria, Assyria, mm -hmm. like those are the kingdoms that he started, and he had everybody following him mm -hmm. to the point where God was like, "Now I have to intervene." So this guy, he wasn't, you know, hunting deers. There was something, and and for the Holy Spirit always to point them out, right, right in the lineage of names, we get names, and then it kind of stops. And then highlight this guy. Mm. Like, yo, this guy wasn't just a regular guy. Definitely. There was something about him. And he was rebellious. He was anti-God. And this is what he caused. Yeah, I'm I'm seeing, like, the mighty hunter. Like, um, like you said with Genesis 6, where it was, like, the mighty men, men of renown. Mm. You know? Like, like you know, yeah. I probably, I don't know, maybe he was. You think he was part Nephilim? Yeah. <sighs> You know, maybe like that was starting to peak his head again. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like now, you know, because you hit the reset button. But like we like we read later on in Joshua where these giants, giants start to come about. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just to see the word mighty again when it was used the same way with the sons yeah. of God sleeping with the daughters of men. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking that, he, like you said, he wasn't a regular dude. Maybe right. he was bigger in stature. Maybe he was like fierce and, you know, I, I, it could fall under that. He was a mighty hunter of animals, but also dog, he probably was bigger, stronger, and maybe even a tyrant, That's, you know, maybe even a tyrant. Cause like you said, when you go into the, um, I mean, Marcus already spoiled it. So we're going to go, but when you go, <laughs> when you go to the next chapter, it, he, it, it says that he built a kingdom and that's the first time you hear that word, right. you know, because before even with Cain, um, descendants they just built a city but this one it says a kingdom mm -hmm. and you understand that where god is all about kingdoms you know because god is the king of kings so this is the first person who like y'all was saying that kind of rebelled against god being king like now i'm gonna establish my own kingdom mm -hmm. and now you're yeah. starting to see that spirit of it but i think that came from you know again always following this thread of you know, the seed of the man, the seed of the serpent. And then we see how far it went from, you know, the sons of God sleeping with the daughters of men, the Nephilim coming, you know, into play. I think this is starting to like, maybe he was like the beginning of this whole giant race again coming. And he was just mighty, mightier, bigger, stronger. And it was all a rebellion against God because it all goes back to the garden, the seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent. I mean, it's in the, in the next verse, in verse 10, I'll, I'll just read. He says, um, let, me, first, let me read from verse 9. He says, he was a mighty hunter before the Lord. Therefore, it is said, like Nimrod, the mighty hunter before the Lord and the beginning 
of his kingdom kingdom. was Babel, Erech, Akkad, and Calne in the land of Shinar. Mm -hmm. From that land, he went to Assyria and built Nineveh, Rehoboth, Ir, Kalah, and Resem between Nineveh and Kalah. That is the prince. Right. You understand? So now I'm seeing that this guy, he's, and that's why, like you said, the Lord point him out. Because his name means um, to rebel. Right. Yeah. You know, so now this guy, that's what it was about. Like, you're starting to see, you know, again, like I said, the background is always the seed of the serpent, the seed of the woman. But you're seeing Satan do this chess play now. And I think it was your dog. He probably was bigger, stronger. I think he was like, before Hitler, there was Nimrod. Right. You know, this guy was mighty. This probably was the first time where you see a man, like you said, gathering men together, mm-hmm. building a kingdom to, 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 um, Go against God, rebel against God, and I think if you didn't bow down to Him, dog, you was you was dying. Yeah. And you're looking at a a, a one world government, right? Mm. Like a kingdom, and there's one person ruling this kingdom, mm. right? Uh, you, 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 this is, yeah, you're seeing yeah. that picture, that's right. right? The beginning that's, of it. Listen, that's always the tendency right. of the natural man, right? Mm. Right. One person, everybody come together. Forget sovereignty. Mm. <laughs> Forget you do what you want to do. Nah. Everybody got to fall under, under one ruler. Yeah. One. That's that's just the tendency. where Because when, when you kind of examine, when you go into Egypt, it's the same thing with Pharaoh. Yeah. You're dealing with one, like a try. One person is at the top. Mm-hmm. Right? And then everybody else fall under. And, you you know, you brought up Germany and those things. It was always the same thing. It was always headed in that direction right. where you got one person and I rule over every everybody else. That's it. Yeah, because they always, because the thing is, mm-hmm. when you're saying that, because they're thinking, the natural man thinks that the only way there can be peace is through a utopia. Mm-hmm. It has to be some type of unification where everybody think the same do the same thing, right. follow the same New thing, order. eat the same thing, <laughs> one type of monetary. It has to be That's one thing in order to prevent division, arguments, you know, dissension. You know, the only way you could do that is that like everybody got to think the same, mm-hmm. you know, and you and have you, to go. If you there, don't think the same, you, you will be canceled. Cancel your shine. You know what I'm saying? So and now you see because before, like you mentioned earlier, that it was you build everybody built one city. This is the first dude. He built eight. Mm. Four on the Babylon, uh, the, the land of Shinar, right? And then mm. the other one. Assyria. Assyria. Right. Yeah. So you got Babylon and Shinar. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, Babylon and Assyria. Mm-hmm. You got eight cities. Yeah, that's a good point. One man mm-hmm. <laughs> is overseeing. Like he couldn't have do he couldn't have done it by, you know, giving out olive branches. When has it ever been done like that? <laughs> not you even know what I'm saying? not even Christ is gonna do it like Straight that. Straight up, he's coming with an iron rod. He's like, your dog, y'all don't want. Vesture I came, I came as a lamb, Word right? Up. I'm coming I, in with hot sauce now. Straight up, and like you said, he said I came to try to gather. Like he told Israel, I try to gather you. Like, like, a, he, like, like that hen. was my spirit. My spirit was to gather mankind and to, but you know, mankind killed them and. You know, that was a great point. Like, he built eight cities, and that's why the Lord had to recognize it as a kingdom. Like, the Lord is recognizing that. He's like, yo, this guy is mighty before me to the point where he built the kingdom. So, 
like you said, I think it wasn't done with um olive branches and um right. and mm-hmm. um 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 food and yeah, and, and, yo, it's it's so dope. Like when you read, when you read these stories, and like nothing changes. <laughs> You're right. Like <laughs> no, no. everything so is the same. Yeah. Every but you won't know that if you if you don't know the word of God. Right. Like there's nothing new. Nothing. Like what you're trying to do, other people, other times, other cultures, other people try to do the same thing, but it's always the same spirit. Right. It's a spirit of the Antichrist. That's right. Mm. It's always the same spirit, and <laughs> that spirit is trying to accomplish the same goal. Right. So whether it's with you know spears and um, um, horses. Or whether it's through cyber terrorism, like it's just different tools, but the goal is always the same. Yep. So now, right. you know, being um, being in the Word of God, you start recognizing these things. Right. You start recognizing light and darkness. Right. So, for example, if you're looking at, um, um, you know, foreign policies, if you're looking at um, policies within the government, mm-hmm. and you're looking at the direction that they're going. Dog, it's it's always headed towards one direction or the other, right? You you're either gonna be going towards the light or you you're going towards the darkness. Right. And we're we're reading about an example. We read about how everybody went towards the dark, mm-hmm. where everybody was constantly just every imagination was wicked. Reset button. Right. And then Noah comes out, and the Lord is like, "All right." Listen, we got to put in some provisions so that this right. won't happen again. Right. And then, but we're seeing it starting to happen again. Right. Right. In a different way. Hmm. We're seeing this one man coming up and he's able to gather and get men under him and build these kingdoms now. And then the Lord is like, oh, okay. That's what's up. <laughs> okay. That's what's up. Right. And then before it gets crazy. Now I'm gonna interfere. I'm right. gonna get involved. Mm-hmm. Right, that's the next chapter, and I'm spoiling. Yeah, yeah, he's been in the yeah. next chapter the whole this whole chapter. We should have just I did like- two chapters <laughs> with all these names. No, and it's interesting that you say that. He's like with all the foreign policies and all the things that are being written. Is that man? That's what they constantly do. They try to legislate yeah. the human heart, which cannot be legislated. The heart cannot be changed. Nope. Cannot be renewed cannot be regenerated by written laws of man. Mm. It can only be done by the blood of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary. That's it. So, they, so that's how they keep adding more laws and more laws. We have thousands of laws on documents, mm-hmm. you know, and it still hasn't changed. Man is still the same. Wicked, corrupt, crooked, hate God, sinners, lovers of self. You and know, a, a flood couldn't change the heart. And that's what I was thinking. I'm like, that's why the Lord, you know, he did the flood. Like I said, it's it's right. it's to show mankind like I could press the reset button. You know, a lot of times it's like, you know, you even hear people like, oh, Adam and Eve sin, why they need to just start everything over and make everything new again. He did. <laughs> like, yo, he pressed the reset button, mm-hmm. you know, and destroyed everything and made everything brand new. But like you said, it's a problem of the heart. That's why that's the first thing he says. The hearts of men is you know, desperately wicked, you know, the imagination. That's why he's like, dog, it's internal. Right. So no matter what you do 
externally like you said you could change laws you could you know do this and do that yo you could change the society change the environment put somebody in a different environment it won't matter dog sin will find its way hmm. to come out exactly i think it's interesting because he didn't um he didn't destroy or kill sin you know with the flood because he knew that it would just happen all over again regardless right mm-hmm. he says sin would always find its way out i think it's interesting that nimrod his um his grandfather was ham right and what you mm. mentioned uh last week about you know the speculation that ham may have wanted to be come that dude or that leader and it's if that is the case it sort of trickled down through his seed right. to mm. nimrod who became this great you know That's a good king point. Yeah. And, mm. yep. so his lineage is just crazy you know was, yeah. um so yeah i think that's interesting where yeah. even where you know the children of israel when they go into the the land of milk and honey That's it's the land Can- of canaan it's the land of canaan right the canaanites are there so mm. you're seeing like like again like i said in the spiritual realm satan is always trying to you know trying to go before god Right. You know, trying to be ahead of him, but God is always has a plan. But right. it's, it's that's just you know, I, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, when the children of Israel they got to go into this land, Canaan is already there right. to oppose them. You know, so it's like Satan trying to always get ahead of the plan, always trying to get ahead of this thing. But yeah. God is smarter and he he knows it all. And crazy thing also is that um, like you remember God instituted this whole capital punishment. You know, when Noah got off the boat, saying, "Yo, man, if anybody kills, you know, their life is gonna be required of them." Mm-hmm. You know, um, and here we see that even with this provision that God placed, He prov- He, he provides this human government for man in order to prevent what happened before the flood. <laughs> it doesn't matter because here it comes Nimrod going against that mm-hmm. God's yeah. provision. I set up my own rebel. government. I'll do my own thing. I'll do what I want to do. Whatever. I don't right. like the government that's set up. Right. I, I don't like. What are you talking about? I'll change it every right. every eight years, every four years. I'll change it. Mm-hmm. What the people want. All right. If uh, if majority people want this, then it must be good. Let's do it. Screw the morality of God. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Screw those foundations. We set our own foundation. All of that is all coming from the same same spirit. It's not, it's binary, ones and zeros. That's it. That's, you know, me, that's how I think about things. It's, it's either light or dark. You're right. One and zero. It's very binary to me when I, when I look at it. I it's mean, just it's like, understanding where it falls. It's like that with God, too. I set before you today a blessing and a curse. The tree of life, that's the tree it. of not. You'll be, it's always, it's black and white. Super it's, simple. There's never, there's, it's, the gray area is the lie. Right. The gray area, you know, where I could have both or be in the middle. That's the big lie. You know, that's why even in Revelation, he goes, I wish you was either hot or cold. Yeah. Because he's Jesus, like, he don't even respect the gray. He's like the dog. <laughs> I would have respected you more if you was just, if you was, made a decision. I'm just wicked. All right. Right. At least I know what you are. Right. But this grayness, oh, it makes me sick. And that's why he even, you I'm know, vomit. <laughs> that's why he even acknowledged Nimrod because he's like, dude, dog, you cold, bro. Right, right, right. Yeah. I see you. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see you. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you, you are totally dedicated to that, to your madness, to your, to your right, to your madness, to your. You want to overthrow me? I so see you. you. Matter of fact, so I'm gonna shout you out. Yeah, here's the shout out. You yeah, got a shout yeah, out, you gotta, dog. Yeah, you got. Because I see what you're trying to do. Right. You know what I mean? From 13, I'm gonna start. Mm-hmm. Mizraim begot Ludim, 
Anamim, Lehabim, Naphtahim, Petruzim, and Kasluhim, from whom came the Philistines and Capturim. Canaan begot Sidon, his firstborn, and Heth, the Jebusite, the Amorite, and the Girgashite, the Hivite, the Archite, the Sinite, the Arvadite, the Zemurite, and the Hamathite. Afterward, the families of the Canaanites were dispersed, and the border of the Canaanites was from Sidon, as you go toward Gerar, as far as Gaza, then as you go toward Sodom, Gomorrah, Adma, Zeboim, as far as Lasha. These were the sons of Ham, according to their families, according to their languages, in their lands, and in their nations. Hold on for one second. You know, um, as you're reading that, and as you mentioned earlier, um, regarding about like uh, what would happen with uh, Canaan and the whole curse on Canaan and mm. um, Noah with the whole thing. Notice that um, over here, as we going through the 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 lineage of Canaan, we also start seeing like we're seeing Sodom, mm, Gomorrah. Yeah. <laughs> and Adma, we're seeing like the li- that like wickedness, the, that evil, yeah, yeah. right? All the things, you know, why Noah said that thing, you know, the the prophetic curse upon Canaan, and now we're seeing who, who is in the lineage of Canaan. Mm, All these people right. that had this very deranged, perverse right. thing, you know, we seen it with with Nimrod, and now we're seeing it with with Sodom and Gomorrah. So we're seeing a lot of you know things intertwining here, mm. and all of them coming from. Canaan. From Canaan, that, yeah. That line, Canaan. that yeah, lineage. That, man, that lineage. Mm. Yeah, that's crazy. Yo, that's why he mentioned so, it twice. And <laughs> what, what, did, what did Ralph rudely interrupt? Sorry. <laughs> oh, we're at 21 now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> no, nah, that, was, that was actually a good point. Yeah. Verse 21. And children were born also to Shem, the father of all the children of Eber, the brother of Japheth the elder. The sons of Shem were Elam, Asher, Arphaxad, Lud, and Aram, the sons of Aram were Uz, Hol, Gether, and Mash. Arphaxad begot Selah, and Selah begot Eber. To Eber were born two sons. The name of one was Peleg, for in his days the earth was divided, and his brother's name was Joktan. Joktan begot Almadad, Shelef, Hazar Maveth, Jira, Hadaram, Uzal, Dikla. Obal, Abimiel, Sheba, Ophir, Havilah, and Jobab. All these were the sons of Joktan, and their dwelling place was from Mesha, as you go towards Sephar, the mountain of the east. These were the sons of Shem, according to their families, according to their languages, in their lands, according to their nations. These were the families of the sons of Noah, according to their generations, in their nations, and from these the nations were divided on the earth after the flood. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think this part is an overview. That's right. how I kind of see it, where it's kind of it's, it's talking about how the nations, the families were divided, and yeah. it's talking about the different ethnicities. Ethnic, I can never say ethnicities. That. Ethnicities. Yeah. ethnicities ethnicities and languages um but we know reading ahead that 
there was a particular um, instance, right? There was something that happened to cause this um, to happen in this particular way. Because, right. you know, going back to chapter nine, they were supposed to do that. They were supposed to be fruitful. They were supposed to multiply and they were supposed to fill the land. Mm -hmm. All right. Just go out. You know, as more people, you know, as the world get more populated, there's going to be more people. The Lord is like, just go out and fill the earth. Right. There's places, there's areas. You guys don't have to be bunched up in one area. Right. Um, so in a way, doing that under the providence, under the um, under God is is good. But um, that's not what happened with right. man. Um, they weren't doing it with God in mind. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah, and um, one of the things they mentioned here, it said that the, the children of Eber, I mean, some of the commentaries say that um, this is Eber was kind of like probably the main language where this yeah. was the progenitor of the Hebrew, mm. you know, and, you know, the this is the whole land was under this one language, the one common language that they all spoke, they all understand, right? right. And then um, also we got, when he goes into Peleg, notice that he makes a comment here to Eber, was born two sons. The name of one was Peleg, which means divide, right? Where he, he says, for in those days, the earth was divided and his brother's name was Joktan. Joktan, I think the Hebrew means something like get smaller or diminish in time, something of that nature. Mm -hmm. It means to get smaller, right? So with Peleg coming with division, I mean, some of the commentaries was talking about how this is the beginning of the, the division, you know, in terms of um, like where we're seeing the thought of, I'll get your thoughts on it, where we had Pangaea, the one landmass, right? Mm -hmm. The flood came as it broke through the cross, Earth's cross, and this is where we started to get the different continents, mm -hmm. and they started splitting. But what, what happened was is that um, there were still land bridges that connected all the different, you know, different continents that were, you know, um, some of them were, were seen before they were underwater, and right. And from these land bridges, this is where, like, when the division, when we read about it, you know, uh, next week, um, they actually cross to all the different uh, continents through the the Bering Strait, through all these different land bridges that connected, you know, different continents, correct? And um, what ended up happening is that because it was from the flood, um, as the waters begin to recede and the temperature was changing, um, this is where we get the part of the ice ages, you know, and different uh, uh, frozen areas and, you know, the and this is where we get strange things where we have animals um, that they say that, wait a second, how, did, how is this animal in Australia? Because it's not indigenous to this place. Mm -hmm. It was all because of these land bridges, these ice bridges where, you know, people and animals were able, able to, to, travel. to travel through. Yeah. So this is how you get top populations and animals what you didn't expect to be in these areas if you're supposed to be tropical and how you end up over there. Right. So it was from, so this is kind of where he was um, explaining, you know, um, geologically with the division. I don't know what you guys think about that. Cause I've always had questions about the ice age and all these other things. And you know, it, it bothered me. <laughs> I, I, I never, I, I haven't read um, too much about it. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I'm pretty sure. It had to do with the flood. 
Yeah. Right? It had to do with this this great um, event that happened. And, you know, geologically, um, things got messed up. Sure. You know, a lot of things changed. That's not... That, that wasn't the original design. <laughs> Wait up. That's not how... You know the earth and the atmosphere and the the heavens. That's not how it was supposed to work. Right, so right. we're we're living in a broken creation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's there's people that's that's their ex- expertise. So, right. I don't, I don't know, but all I know is messed up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's messed up, uh, but you know it's possible. You know, if it if it makes sense, then it's mm. a possibility. Mm. Um, but yeah, but you know, again, cultures are good. All right, cultures are good. Definitely. If it's if it's um, there's good things in culture, right? But how do you how do you uh, process? How do you process it? Mm. All right. How do you how do you ad- identify yourself? That's the word. Yeah. All right. Do you identify yourself with uh, your skin color, with the music that you listen to, with right. your clothes, with how you dance? There's so many identities out there that people um, anchor themselves with, but those things cannot help you. Those things cannot bring you salvation. Um, and, you know, I go back to the conversation of Jesus and um, what's my guy? Nicodemus. Nicodemus. Mm-hmm. You know, that conversation was so profound. And that's what he was kind of kicking to him. Like, dog, you got to be born again. Mm-hmm. And that, you, to me, is deeper. Right? Yes. To me, it's so deep because then that gets into everything it's not just saying the sinner's prayer mm-hmm. though there's a fundamental change in your life that is the fruit of that mm-hmm. and it involves everything including your culture mm-hmm. the culture that you were so um embedded in anchored in mm-hmm. and that's why i think the lord tells us to not forsake the assembly of the saints because that's how you develop that culture being um, amongst other believers, you know, like-minded individuals. If if you if you're staying in that culture prior to, you know, giving your heart to the Lord, you're not gonna develop that same affinity towards Christ that you had for your your culture. And um, it's not easy. It's not an easy thing to do. You know, we I, I'm Puerto Rican. I come from, you know, a, a culture of, of of dancing, of just tremendous food, of you know, just laughing, joking, and then when you come to Christ, and we still have liberty, so we can enjoy those things. But there's something bigger and better to look forward to mm. than you know the place where your your you know your forefather came from. You know, no, but everything you mentioned is good. That's why I said dancing there's liberty. Like, yeah, there's we can food do that. Is great, the family is great. But I like what you just said. Like what we're doing right now. We're figuring out our new culture. Yeah. As we read about God, right? We're figuring out, all right, how do we think? How do we walk? How do we live? We're born from above. What goes on up there? You know what I'm saying? And I think somebody gave the example, you know, imagine that you were bailed out of jail 
and you lived in the slums your whole life and all of a sudden the richest person adopts you and bring you into his castle gives you all the best clothing best raiment puts his you know his his a uh, 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 thing on you now you're into this family you have all the riches mm-hmm. and then now you got to go it's dinner time mm-hmm. how do you eat mm. you know how am i supposed to behave mm-hmm. and that's that's the process as as um you know men of god right how do we lead our families mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how do we you know we read about genesis about the relationship between a man and a woman how do you treat you know your wife mm-hmm. dog growing up listening to <laughs> the madness You're right dog i wouldn't that's it's it's totally opposed to what i learned growing it's, up it's black and white what yeah. how god says to treat your wife mm-hmm is totally in opposition to what I learned mm-hmm. and how, my views. You understand what I'm saying? No, so definitely. this is a process. Yeah. Um, so it involves, this being born again involves everything. Right? That's why when Christ came, he was like, Yo, listen, you might lose a father. You might lose a mother. You might start beefing with your family because you're going to be different. You're supposed yeah. to be different. Yeah, People pay like hundreds of dollars to figure out where they came from, their ancestors. And to, as a Christian, this book right here is our ancestry.com. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is where we yeah. find out God and where we came from. And even the, the, the bad news of the wickedness that we're born with and the good news of how, you know, we can overcome that, you know, to, to finally meet our, our dad, our creator. So this is where it all starts. It's free. Get in that word. If you're a Christian or you're a believer, get up in that word, man. Yeah, I really like what you guys are saying, especially like when you're saying like um, learning this, learning this new culture, learning how to treat your wife. Like you know, very similar, like in terms of children, you know, being a parent, it right. teaches you. It teach you know like your culture now. Your culture is in God, and it's totally different. Because before I was saved, the whole thing was like, oh, I'm gonna teach. My kid about this West Indian culture, the food we eat, right. you know, how we wear, how the we The beatings. Talk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> beatings are good. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, all these other things, right? And now you get saved and like God gives you this biblical worldview. And now my entire goal in, in raising my daughter is that first, I mean, you're dependent on me, but I'm going to teach you to be totally dependent on God. My yeah. whole goal is to direct you for you to give your life to Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna your education, yeah, schooling. We're gonna do all that health. All, we're gonna do all that. But my main goal in life is to teach you, to point you to Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. That's my entire goal for my child. Whether you know you're a custodian, whether you're a doctor, what it, that don't matter. The most important is that you are in right relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's where and and it's because of like you're saying, it's like now we have this new culture. Yeah. You know. I remember back in the college days and, you know, I was studying all that crazy stuff, the comedic sciences, the Moorish sciences and the Egyptology. It gave me no answers. It was nope. empty. And 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 I think I think because the um the reason people will lean towards that is because you don't want to deal with what's real and the yeah. real is morality. Mm. You know, that's why you will run and be like, well, this is how I was raised. This is how we do it in my culture. You know, this is how we, like you said, you will treat your women or you will treat your children or this is how we treat one another because that's how we're raised. In my culture, this is this. But that's just a cop out to deal with what God want to deal with. And he addressed that 
plenty of times. It's the heart. Your right. heart is wicked. You know, inside the spiritual aspect of it. It's not the physical. You know, yes. it's not the outside. So, you know, when we're reading this, God is giving you all these um, nations, but he's just, like you said, as we start to read, it starts to narrow down more and more and more and more mm-hmm. till you get to Jesus Christ, who was a Jew. But when he came in, he flipped the whole culture upside down because everything that it was supposed to be about, which was righteousness, which was morality, which was how to how to do what? How to treat your fellow man. Mm-hmm. That's why he said off, off of these two things, you can hang the whole law. Right. Because no matter what culture you go into, there's always com- commonalities. That's right. How you treat your kids, how you treat, honor your mother and your father. It all goes back. Yo, don't steal. Don't mm-hmm. kill. Don't commit adultery. It always goes back to these basic principles that I should say, let's say the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. Because God's culture is will always over. I should say overrule whatever culture things you got going on. However, you whatever uh, little things, whether it's your beliefs, whether it's how you treat one another. But once God comes in, your dog is universal because it deals with mankind. It doesn't matter if you're black or you're white, you're Spanish or you're, you know, you're African-American dog. God is always showing you dog. It always goes back to just me and Adam, mankind. And, and God. That's what it's always really about. Mm-hmm. But he's going through this process because this is what sin caused. Right. Sin is what, sin is the reason why I have, now we got Noah, Shem, Japheth, Ham, and now we mm-hmm. got to do all of this and this different. He's like, right. bro, that's not, that's not, like you said before, that's not, that was never how it was supposed to be. Right. It was supposed to be Adam, Eve, mankind, and God. That was it. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So we're just seeing a result of sin when we even get here. Like right. God is like, dog, this is just, this is the process. It has to play itself out now. Right. Okay, it gets here to the point division and uh, nationalities. This is where it got it. This is just a result of, this is this wasn't the plan, you know? But again, like it don't matter what nationality or what culture you are. Dog, when you're dealing with God, it always goes back to morality. It always goes back to Honor your mother and your father. How you how how do you deal with your fellow human being, your uh your your man, your brother, your, your sister, neighbor. your neighbor horizontally? That's why he said with those two, you hang the whole law. Yeah. How you deal with God and how you deal with one another, dog. It don't matter what, it don't matter what country you go to. It's it's all the same thing. It might be different food, but it's all the same. When it deals with relationship, it goes back to relationship. When it deals with that, is dog. When you come into somebody's house, what you do? You wipe your feet. You sit down, you greet. It don't matter. It don't matter if you're Asian. It don't matter if you're black. Dog, when you're dealing with human beings, dog, it all goes back to these things that God has set because that's what it was always about. So it don't matter what culture you go to. You're going to thrive if you keep, you know, God's ways. It don't matter where you go. Yeah, that's true. So as we close in prayer. um, That's it? Yeah, man. Yo, we did a lot of talking, but y'all talk too much, yo. <laughs> y'all, wait, y'all laugh too much and then y'all talk too much. <laughs> we do a lot of things too much. We need to pray too much. Right up. Mm. That's what we need to do. Uh, so, um, Father, we just thank you for this time. Thank you that we're able to just come together and open your word, Lord. And, Lord, let us submit everything. Let us submit everything to you. 
um, our ways, our thinking, our speech, um, our actions. Lord, let us filter that through you and your word. Let us hear your voice, Lord, um, coming in and going out. So, um, again, we, we uh, pray that somebody's listening to this, listening to this and it's something that they needed to hear um, when they play it, Lord, and it's able to bless them and draw them nearer to you. Um, yeah, and it's in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, that we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.